0: You are listening to the WW Phil Podcast, Your Guide to Feel Good. Phil is an everyday guy who wanted to feel good. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Now let's join our host Phil for today's conversation about wellness and feeling good.
1: Hey family, welcome to another episode. So excited to share this one with you. I had the great opportunity to speak with Rick and Yoli. They are an inspiration. So now let's go and listen to our conversation. Hey!
2: Hey, what's up, Bill?
3: Hi. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> How are y'all?
2: Good. We're doing great. Stay fantastic.
3: I like the y'all.
1: I grew up in Arkansas. Come on now.
3: Ain't no <laughs> ain't a home back when I can. I, I claim
2: the y'all also. Her, <laughs> her dream is to move to Texas. Oh yeah.
3: Anywhere you... I can say
2: y'all. I'm good. Uh, I can't stand, stand that humidity. It's too much <laughs> for me.
1: I love it. Are you wearing your Jordans? No,
2: i oh. oh, has got a fresh pair too in the mail yesterday. So, oh, well,
1: I love it. I love it. Well, so, maybe the last basketball pair of shoes you ever get to wear. Maybe. <laughs>
2: They're
1: gonna they Shut were, the whole yeah, thing down here. In yeah. They were
2: North Carolina inspired. So that's, that's down the drain.
1: Oh, golly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going on in this world, but anyway, I'm super excited to get to do this. I, uh, I, uh. I've been wanting to have y'all on for a while and I reached out and y'all were gracious enough to accept the invitation. So hey, it's gonna it's finally gonna it to happen. Yeah.
2: Thanks for having us. We're so, excited. I know you're the man you asked all the questions, but I got one just oh, okay. right off the rip. Are, are, are we are we your first duo to be on here?
1: Uh well, mm, kind of in the aspect of like it was planned for y'all to be a duo the whole time. Uh Josh and uh, Emily, Emily gets fit in a lifetime. She yeah. lives up, up in the northwest. They, she came on, and then he joined her. He's also an Instagrammer as well. Uh, they were together whenever Oprah called and that kind of stuff. So they're kind of a couple as well. All uh, right, all right. We, me and her, talked for like forty minutes, and then me, her, and Josh talked for like twenty. So okay. you are the first to be two for the whole time. So unless
2: one of going to leave, Take it. Uh, always, always trying to be first at something. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah, Hardly competitive.
1: Technically, uh, when I had Kelly on, uh, I we t- we tried on his phone, uh, Kelhet, uh, fellow ambassador, and his phone was crazy. So he was with Heidi, another ambassador, who they're now engaged. Congratulations to them. Oh, so yeah. we went live, me and him, on her Instagram account on my channel, and it was crazy. And she stepped onto the screen a couple of times, but she didn't technically join. So, so you are the first of a full-on planned duo. Oh,
2: we'll take it.
1: Yeah, so I only had one request from my person who always asked, is there anything you would like to know? And their question was, why do they have a shared account? So we'll ask that question first and then we'll get started. Why do we have a shared uh,
3: account? <laughs> Probably because if it wasn't a shared account, Rick wouldn't be on it at all. Oh. So I feel like um, I sort of like bullied him into it a little bit. Um, at the beginning, he like never even wanted to be a part of it um he would allow me to like post stuff on his behalf and then i would like he started getting a lot of like feedback from like the man right because yeah. he's a man and that was exciting for like the men of ww so i just started to like come on the people want to see you too and then yeah, i got joined. over
2: yeah i got over that and then i just realized like you know what everybody's here for the same reason we're all here on the same path so why not just embrace it
1: yeah, think, and, and now you're freaking in WWE commercials, so I'm <laughs> glad you got over yourself. <laughs>
2: that, was pretty cool. that was pretty cool.
3: That's, like, the best thing ever. I love uh,
1: it. Yeah, that's too cool. And you got to meet my real-life friend, Yvonne. So how cool is oh,
2: that? Oh, for real?
3: I didn't know you knew
1: her in person.
2: She's
3: so sweet. She's amazing. Love yeah. her. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, so it's very interesting. Like, I've only known her a short time uh, now. It's longer now, but uh, so because of the... Uh, her being in the commercial and that kind of stuff with y'all whenever y'all went there like she popped through my instagram and i was like hey where are you from and she goes something about like hey you're from oklahoma city i'm from oklahoma city and like turns out we only live like two miles from each other so we met up and went to a studio and stuff and it was after my ww had launched so we walk into the studio and i'm like of course i've had Hours long conversations with her, but I walk in with her and I'm like, "Hey, everybody, that person here, she's on the wall." <laughs> yeah. So it was hilarious. I got to introduce her to my coach, and then that we all took pictures together and stuff. So it was, it was way cool. So, but yeah, we've we've hung out several times. We went, to, we were we were both there and got to see each other at the Oprah thing down in Dallas. So uh, she was on just a second ago. So I don't know if she's watching right now, but anyway, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so I always start these off with a pretty similar format, and the first thing is kind of how y'all learned about WW. I mean, like if you were a kid or wherever, and like what your first thoughts about WW were, kind of how you joined, maybe a few times how you joined, what's made it stick, and then from there, I always want to kind of break apart the three tenets of the WW, and that's food, activity, and mindset, and then we'll end with a little session. If you want to ask me any questions, you can. So, right. tell me how y'all learned that WW existed and why it's good for you. Well she had the
2: first exposure, so I'll her go first.
3: Uh, I for sure I did the whole round like ages ago, like probably early 20s you know when we had the slider. Um, and I, I, was, I was successful on it for a few months and did it by myself. It was way before Rick, so did it by myself and um, I just sort of didn't continue doing it yeah. and then that's how my first like experience. So I, I knew it worked yeah. but I just lacked the commitment that it needed at the time.
2: Um, and then, uh, I learned about it. I mean, I have always like known about it from commercials or whatever, advertisement, and then I learned about it in 2018 when she said, you know what, I'm going to do this. And you know, our strength is that we do, we try to do everything together just to support one another. And so at first I didn't really want to do it because my perception (laughs) of it was that it's marketed towards females. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's for females, like Midwest moms who want to drop a couple pounds. And I was just like. That's not for me, but yeah, I really, I really wanted to support her, so I kind of just jumped in with her, like having really low expectations.
1: So okay. true. Yeah, yeah. So y'all, you joined in 18. When how long ago was it that you joined?
2: Uh, about right. February 28th was two years ago. Yeah. Okay. It's your
1: anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah. how much have y'all each like? Like, if you had goal, where you at on that process?
3: Uh we hit goal and then sort of like backslid a little bit. Okay. We just kinda hit a recommit button um okay. like two weeks ago. A week ago.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean it's not that big Um,
3: Rick has lost my favorite thing. Well I lost a
2: total of like hundred and three pounds and then okay. um right around right now about ninety-seven pounds lost, so it's not too much of a difference.
3: I think my most loss was like fifty-seven and I'm kinda at like fifty. Maybe it was like fifty nine was my highest, and then like now I'm at about fifty two pounds or something close to that. Okay, so we're close enough to go. We're mostly happy. Yeah. Um. You know what I mean, like that yeah. stage. But <laughs> it's hard. It's it's always a journey, right? Yeah. Like
2: it's, it's it's never ending.
1: So <laughs> yeah, absolutely is absolutely. Is. So what do you think was was like, Did y'all ever do WW like ten years ago at all? Like
2: I didn't.
3: I did a long, I mean, a long time ago, like I, I said think, with him. But
2: I think when we first started dating, like I saw a slider thing that she had mm-hmm. in her car, I but that. I was like, I have no idea what this is.
3: Yeah, <laughs> youngin, just kidding. Ah, that's, that's <laughs> but funny. um, I think doing it together this time around has been everything for our success. Um, because he's so helpful. Um, yeah. You know, it's great Like that we do it together. We meal plan together. We grocery shop together. We meal prep together. Um, I think I think it's a lot of work. You know, like, if, if you want to, like, um, if you're looking at forever, you there's a lot to do. You can't just wing it. You have to, like, be mindful about what you're yeah. doing. And I think it's really helpful that we're mindful together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so
3: I'm so grateful that he was, like, he didn't really want to do it, to be right. honest but um he doesn't he was like well i don't
2: want you to like be successful and then me not well my plan was go go about it like she was i mean there's a whole story behind it but she was unhappy with you know her health both Mm of us were but she was more in a deeper darker space than i was and she's like i just need to do this and i was like all right like i'm gonna do my own thing and then like just taking some time i realized you know what that's that's not how we roll that's not how we do things so yeah we're gonna you know i'm just gonna I didn't tell her. I was just thinking about it. I was like, "I'm, I'm just gonna do it with you," and she's really happy to hear me say that. Yeah,
3: that's super.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, as far as uh, fitness goes, y'all kind of still do that together as well. What's, what's y'all's regimen for that? And like, Um, how long have you done that? Like, has it been a part of your journey from the get go, or have you just integrated it? We've always,
2: we've always enjoyed fitness and movement, um, even when we're at our heaviest weights. I mean, and that just proves that. You know, any amount of exercise is knocking out do your food choices. So, yeah. um, you know, but we have always been into movement and fitness. But right now, uh, and it's kind of evolved, we just kind of go with what we like. But right now, we're doing um, two, we're doing a combination of cycling and a combination of like uh, high intensity interval workouts. So, oh, it's yeah. Really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of
3: fun. Yeah. We do cycle bar
2: and we do something we call YSI
3: uh, with some friends of ours. Yeah. F- so, what is that? that? It stands for. <laughs> oh <laughs> it's not real we um I mean,
2: it's real it's, it's a real, real it's a real group of people
3: but it's not like a membership like you're not like oh. not paying you know so we meet with some friends who are super great at fitness and um they do a lot of like obstacle course um like they're legit okay. like professional like
2: they're, they're considered pro obstacle course racers. yes
3: okay. and they um train us uh, at ysi which stands for yes sir inc because um, whatever jimmy tells us to do we just say yes, we sir. Say yes sir and we just oh. do it yeah
2: and so <laughs> That involves like a lot of stuff that involves a lot of weightlifting, a lot of running, a lot of rowing, just things that like are, get us like our heart rate through the roof. And so a combination of those two things. So it's, I think one thing that we try to do is like always do something that we love and enjoy and like, because with, with fitness, with activity, if, if you don't like it, it's just going to feel like a chore, like something you have yeah. to do. And I, I like, I look forward to those days to, to, you know, getting, getting sweaty and getting moving and, and stuff like that. So to me, it's a big thrill.
3: I don't love working out, to be honest with you, but I do it because it's a great, it's a healthy choice and it's something I should do, um, and I don't like to be like left out. So if he's going to do it, I want to do it too.
2: Hey, she has major FOMO. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. So tell me, tell me this, break apart a little bit, Yeah. if you don't get your activity in, what what happens to you like for whatever or circumstances or reasons that you don't get to go? How does that affect mm-hmm. you? And like, what do you do to overcome that?
2: Um, I'm a big creature of habit. I'm into routine a lot. And so I really like to have uh, for me, my four days of, of activity. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get those, it kind of throws me off. And I kind of feel like I got to squeeze it in somehow. And it's just for me, part of a, a routine a regimen that i like to stick to. So it yeah. kind of... It doesn't make me panic, but it makes me feel like okay, I gotta fit it in somewhere else because it's just a, a lifestyle that that we've adopted, and it's like it's important to me to get it in, and and I enjoy it, so it's not like to me, yeah. I feel like I'm missing out on something I enjoy.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's a key thing to be able to uh, find an activity that brings you joy. Um, I say it all the time, that, like, as kids, we don't learn that activity is supposed to be hard or suck or not mm-hmm. want to do it or, you know, we just got to go yeah. uh, as a kid. So somewhere as an adult, we learn to learn to not like it. And I think that is a doesn't have to always be that way. I <laughs> I, uh, I enjoy going to the gym and doing hard things. It, it amazes me the things that I've been able to accomplish with only one year of working out in my entire life. <clears throat> like I, I went to the gym one time. Uh, after I hit a hundred pounds in 2018, and then in 2019 I went 136 times. So, and that's only three times a week uh, as an average for me. That, I mean, it's not even three times a week. I skip some, so uh, 150 would be three times a week. Uh, and and that level is sustainable for me. That's that was one of the things. So I was wondering, like, you talk about going four times a week, like, are you able to to believe in that? That is a sustainable amount that you'll always be want to do that level and You know, don't, I, you know, I I think if we set ourselves up for success, especially like this week, that's one of the things we're talking about is doing the things that set you up for success, not actually setting this goal out there that you know you can achieve and you know i go three times a week you go four that seems very sustainable and attainable rather than coming in and say well i'm just going to be this workout person and go six times a week well what happens when two days in the week you don't feel good or something like that and then you you don't hit six so is that something that was key in your thought process when y'all started doing this at
2: this level i mean it's it's definitely a compromise because if it was up to me like i'd be there six days a week yeah, and she would be there zero days if she could and so yeah. we always try to find like a healthy balance yeah we're both happy and so we've kind of we settled into four a week and that has been sustainable for us i mean it, it involves working on sundays um before we go to church so it's it's definitely we make we fit it into our schedule for sure
1: yeah absolutely so i i don't i don't guess i know your full family dynamic is it just the two of y'all you have kids i don't know
2: yeah, success. Yeah, we're both teachers, so we see oh. we see kids all day long.
1: Oh, so you, you can love get plenty yeah. of that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we just want
2: to leave
3: them there at school yeah. and love them tomorrow.
2: That's yeah.
1: the best. It's like teachers and grandparents; they have the best. It's been all the quality time you want, and then go home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I get that. So our kids on spring break. We have a kindergartner; she's on spring break starting uh, after school tomorrow. So, and then next week we'll have lots of extra quality time. So, Ooh, we're excited fun. about that. Yeah. So, uh, so how do y'all handle food? Like do y'all both love the exact same foods do y'all cook different things. Do y'all always WW point friendly food. Like how did that, that part of your journey grow? Like, uh, first of all, tell me kind of like what a typical few weeks of meals might look like before y'all started WW, what did
3: you
2: change? Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: this is an embarrassing thing yeah. um, to share with you, but, and all anyone who listens we used to eat out um no exaggeration maybe about 12 to 15 times a week um
2: yeah right (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) no joke like when i'm not even exaggerating um it was
2: yeah and the sad thing is we buy groceries with the intention of eating them but they would just sit in the fridge
3: so we were wasting money like you know we buy the vegetables and we would be like ah let's get a pizza or it's raining, like we would have like stupid-
2: A reason, excuse for everything. Yeah, Anytime
3: it rains, which doesn't happen a lot in California, but if it would rain, 100%, we had to go get ice cream. Like uh, we had all these random like rules. Like if we had a bad day, we needed to go and have Mexican, or if we had a great day, we needed to celebrate with uh, Topper's Pizza, or we had all these reasons of, and we just love food. That's like we love food. So uh, eating out a lot, I mean, it was we would probably cook maybe once or twice at home and when we say cook it meant like something like from trader joe's that we could just like pop in like a skillet you know something yeah. from costco that was like ready but we just stuck in the oven um that's what our normal eating used to look like and this
2: one she has a major like sugar addiction so she would admittedly yeah. would eat ice cream for breakfast oh yeah Ooh. like i would
3: and not even put it no in a bowl that. i would I would just take the container and like sit on the couch and eat until I got full, which was, yeah. you know, I had a big stomach, so it <laughs> took a long time to get full. Okay. Big to fill up. so sad. <laughs> so that's what it used to look like yeah. for us. Yeah. So you wow. can't okay. change, people. <laughs>
1: yeah. You can't change. You can't change. So yeah. now, now we know that you're teachers and uh, yeah. teachers make all the money. So you have unlimited oh, budget to buy food. What What do you end up doing?
3: So we buy all the food that we need because it's an investment in our mm, health. Yeah, and yeah. we, like, love to crack jokes about, like, why does the, like, yeah. like the non-healthy food, yeah. why is it so inexpensive? You know, like, if you buy Top Ramen for a nickel or, you know, Where you get it's like seven bucks? cents. <laughs> seven cents for Top Ramen, not, like, tough of noodles. Um. Anyways, it's so much easier to buy, like, a frozen pizza for so cheap, right? And you go to get, like, a spaghetti squash and it's, like, 99 pound, and they weigh a lot. And so it's yeah. hard. But we've we've come to the place where it's an investment, and we buy the things that are on our list yeah. for the week, and we make the things that are on our list. You know, of course, we're wise shoppers too. So we're gonna we go to like three to four stores. Whoever has the best deals will know. Like, oh, today you know we got to get this from Sprouts, and we got to get this from Walmart, and we got to get this from Costco. So what we're not like, yay, we're rich. Yeah. We buy all the things. But you're careful about how we spend, but yeah. we buy the things, right? Yeah. The things that
2: we yeah. need. And, and I'll, give it, I'll give her a lot of credit because she loves to plan. She has this planner. And so, so cute. what we'll do is we'll sit down like once a month and plan out a whole month of meals to uh, a whole month of dinners worth. And it takes a while, but it's so worth it to know that we have four weeks worth of meals that, that we're going to be able to eat. And we know it's shop for every week. So yes. it's, it's a yeah. big help.
1: Wow, that's amazing. I I definitely would say that I'm a planner in the aspect of we, me and my wife discuss what we're going to eat, but we don't write it down, <laughs> and we don't probably plan more than, like, uh, you know, maybe, like, three meals a week because, like, Monday nights, I work at WW, so I eat alone, and then, like, tonight, I coach WW, so I come home and eat alone. Uh nice. Like normally on Thursdays, I play music at church, and sometimes I eat alone. That kind I of like so like Tuesday and Wednesday are kind of our days where we plan something, and most of the time that would be like dinner, and then leftovers the next night, mm-hmm. and then we typically would cook something and have family night on Friday night, and then cook all day Saturday because that's the day I cook food and share it with all the WW family. So uh, it's interesting how. Uh, <laughs> How how do y'all like split up the cooking? Are y'all equal share cooks, or is one of you the Sioux and one of the you the master chef? How's this work?
3: Um, really great question. Yeah. Uh, Rick does a lot of our lunch meal prep for Monday through Friday. He generally does most of that, like by himself, the actual lunch portions. Um, he weighs and measures and does all that stuff. Uh, mostly, I mean, we're a tag team in general, but I would say that's his like strong yeah. suit. Where yeah. I'm usually more of the like dinner preparer. Um so nightly I will be cooking what we're doing Monday through Friday or whatever we're doing, and he cleans. So
2: as Ooh. she's cooking, I'm, yes. I'm just kind of cleaning what she's using. So kind of just Love like that. That little tag team we got going on. So
3: Absolutely. we kind of do that. And as far as like snacks and things like that, we're weighing and measuring. We just kind of take turns for you know, for we're weighing out our pretzels for the week or you know, washing mm-hmm. and drying our grapes and all you know, that yeah. sort of thing. We just
2: tag team that until it's done. Hi, Yvonne. And we just oh. like to... There she is. We're <laughs> just talking about you. Um, We like to like pre-package pretty much everything. So let's say we get home on a Monday afternoon and we need lunch for Tuesday. We just grab and grab and pack and it takes like two minutes as opposed yeah. to having to cook a whole meal. Like we have yeah. snacks back, we have fruit, we have everything in containers. So it's just just the it takes work up front to be able to save time during the week. Yes.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like that... Th- that is crucial because of uh, eliminating the ability for you to get off track. Because yes. what are you know, like what are the options? You're talking about like a school lunch or maybe leaving school to go get a lunch somewhere or something. Yes, like that?
3: Those, yeah. that everything you just said. Yeah. Yes. So it's like hours on Sunday. So Sunday we're like it's busy, right? Because we work out, we get up early, we work out, we go to church, we come, we go and have lunch with our friends, and then we come home, and then it feels like we're straight. Like yeah cooking for hours and it's a little frustrating and overwhelming at times. But then Monday through Friday we're set and we are set up for success and it's worth it. Like I would say to you if you're not doing it yet, friends, it's worth it. Like it really is. And then not to say we'll never go off plan, right? There are days where we're like ah like I don't I don't want to have blah like let's have this instead. We can be flexible but at least we're not like last second like oh my gosh what are we gonna eat and then we're so hungry that we're just like oh let's just yeah. run and get whatever like out we don't want to fall into our old habits yeah. of 15 times eating yes.
0: out
3: of- <laughs> yeah yeah so, so
1: what 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 do you feel like over the last two 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 and a half months whatever it is it's caused this seven and nine pounds to like creep back on you what has been are we i mean like we're far enough away from christmas we can't necessarily blame christmas what is uh, no. what's no, the slip
2: I mean, here no for uh well go
3: Uh, I for sure um, so once we reached roughly goal about a year we maintained most of that off the scale so I have a really unhealthy relationship with the scale and we decided to do like once a month weighing in just to make sure we were kind of in the vicinity but not every single week because I was literally no like exaggeration like losing sleep over having to weigh in every Saturday morning um so and that happened for a year ish where I was I was awake the whole night just stressing about the weigh in on Saturdays. Um, and I realized it's not for everybody. But weighing in can be really exciting for a lot of people, but it wasn't for me as a stress factor. So we stopped weighing in. So that was part, you know, that's part of it. And it's been fine for a year, it works. But then we also stopped tracking on the weekends. Mm. So we are big trackers Monday through Friday. And then we were like, we're careful enough. Let's just be mindful. Right on the weekends and that worked for a little while too like honestly like we were staying yeah. in goal in our range for about like six months not tracking on the weekends yeah. and i was finding a lot of freedom in that part of it um
2: and the danger with that is that you kind of lose sight of like what portions look like yeah yeah yes. lose sight of like because obviously we have weeklies for a purpose and we would mm-hmm. we use them the whole time the whole time we were losing weight that first year mm-hmm. which yeah. were bulk of it came. and so we knew that we could have indulge in the weeklies but when we stopped kind of tracking them on the weekends, that's where like oh like, eh, this is close enough.
3: Yes. Yeah. And because we had like we were maintaining that weight loss for so long, it gave us this false sense of security. Yeah. Like, oh, we can have more now because we're not gaining yeah. weight. And like, that's yeah. what happened for me personally. And some like like last week, two weeks ago before I hit the reset button, I ate like
2: <laughs> thirty
3: six homemade chocolate chip cookies. Where was I? You were here. Oh. I just eat them. He doesn't
1: that, say that, it I mean that may sound like a lot of smart points, but that sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun
3: while it lasted and then I was like, Well my jeans don't don't button it yeah. anymore. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. little things
1: so, like that. So I always say that like there's that narrow point to where you you're you're trying to navigate between uh shame and regret. So it sounds like that eating thirty six cookies probably carried you on both sides of that. Like you regret eating some of those cookies and, and yes. maybe, but what I'm curious is like, if you hadn't eaten any, would you also regret that? Like passing up that moment? Like, That's
3: that's a sweet question.
2: Um, I would say yes.
3: Yes, probably. Yeah. Because they were, okay, they were like a gift.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, is this Jasmine's cookies? Yeah. <laughs> the cookies are like this big.
3: They're like ginormous and anyways whatever that's not the point the point is is that um i was making i was aware of my choices and then we went yeah. to disneyland right we did the meet up with everyone at disneyland oh, nice. and so we had like a no a no a no track weekend now anyway yeah. there were a lot of things but we were experiencing life enjoying life and doing the things that were making us happy um and and then we hit a point where literally like my jeans were too tight and then it was like oh it was a good wake-up call and i needed to stop and i yeah. did you know like we get the tools right like once we know what to do they're always there for us to like yeah. go back to like that's what you guys little well coaches you know all that yeah. teach us so it's I think it's okay I want to like just share with everyone that's like you don't have to be perfect all the time mm-hmm. and you know it's fun to live life sometimes with a little bit of freedom but not too much freedom yeah. because yeah. then it can get a, it can get a little out of control I think the best thing for us when we're out of control is to realize it to say it out loud to somebody like hey I'm a little bit out of control right now. Can you help me say no to some of these things I've been saying yes to for six months? You know, yeah. don't let me eat thirty-six cookies. I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, But you know And I had
2: I had to ask her, like, well, what if I see you on the couch eating a bunch of cookies? What am I supposed to What do you want me to do? And she's like, say something to me. I was like, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but the the I mean, I, I guess you kind of break it apart and like you you all the things that you could potentially learn from that situation is if you look at having not eaten any, then maybe the event of eating thirty-six is still in your future. Like it's just going to happen at some point. You hold, hold, with hold, with hold, with hold, hold, and then yeah. you decide. So, had yeah. there not been a period of time where you were eating any kind of quality cookies, like good, good quality cookies, where you felt like you were satisfying that need, I think, I think that's the. The stronger behavior change that we're looking for is like, what part of my journey am I not satisfying? Because if that need is satisfied, then maybe two cookies would have satisfied it. But if it's not satisfied, then you're likely coming at it from such a rapid speed that you're going to run right on past two and go to six or eight or 10 and then whatever, then it can snowball. That's, That's one of the things that I always want people to know is like restriction and abstinence from food that you love will not end pretty.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. we, we've experienced that, I can't count how many times, like, we've done so many attempts at weight loss before this, where mm-hmm. it was just like, has to be super strict, you can't have like, any sweets. Not
3: yet. WW, you're yeah. talking like you other
2: Other things. stuff. And yeah. so, you know, and it's been super restrictive, and I think the longest we've lasted is two months. And we had like, weight loss, but it was just not a sustainable lifestyle at all. Yeah. So I think we need to find, you know, we need to find that balance where we can say yes to those indul- indulgences, but not overdo it, you know? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so true that a lot of weight loss happens in our head. You may lose pounds, but weight loss happens when you actually assign the value right here and determine that that behavior. I'm going to think about it and assess it and see what was causing me to do that. Because being overweight is a symptom of what's going on within ourselves. How we feel about ourselves, how we look at ourselves, how we act, respond, situations. There are surely some things that are worthy reasons. I'm not saying everything is a bad reason. There are worthy reasons to gain weight. But there are many, many more worthy reasons to be able to get healthy. And a side attribute of getting healthy is losing weight. Losing weight does not is not a path to become healthy. You become healthy as you think about things differently, and then you lose weight. Exactly. Uh, so that, you know that's that is purely my opinion, but my, there are many people that share that opinion. So, how do you all feel like as this journey has progressed and losing a hundred and losing near fifty, almost sixty or whatever you're saying? Uh, how do you feel like? your thought of yourself when you think about Rick, when you think about Yoli, how do you think about yourself differently over the last two years?
3: Mm. You
2: go. Um for me it's just knowing that I can do this healthy eating thing, this mindful eating, this uh this wellness journey, I can do it for the long haul because like I said previously, it's like we've tried and, and I've you know I've always been like go hard like the whole way and I just crash and I mm-hmm. you know and so it's proven to me like I can do this, do this for the long haul. And uh, I think I found, I found a lot of comfort in that, knowing that this isn't something that's just going to go away and it's sustainable. And I think I've learned the big key word for me that I've learned is sustainability. Like it's something that we want to um, keep for the rest of our lives. I think the kind yeah. of living this lifestyle that we're doing right now.
1: Hey, I want to jump in here for just a second and take a pause and we'll hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back.
0: Now a message from our partners.
1: Hey, family, have you heard about my friend, Katie? WW Journey and Me? Yeah, after years of struggling with her weight, she fell in love with being on the yoga mat. So now Katie has over 200 free beginner yoga videos for all body types, from gentle chair yoga to her newest series, which is called Yoga Aerobics. A little more high intensity practice with some aerobic conditioning. You know, Katie believes that yoga doesn't have to be intimidating or hard. You don't even have to be flexible or have great balance to get started. Katie's yoga experience is laid back. It almost feels like practicing together in a living room with, with kids and pets. So look up my friend Katie. You can find her on Instagram at at WW of me or on YouTube, Yoga Journey of Me.
0: Now back to our host, WW Phil. Uh,
3: I struggle with self confidence. Um, so this year is a year of like um, looking at the things that I've done and trusting that it's not going to go away. So like, I'm always waiting for like the other shoe to drop. Like mm. I kind of feel like nothing good could stay good in my life, yeah. Like that's kind of like how I, I see things. Um, and I always kind of feel like, well, I'm not good enough or I, I'm not worthy of blah, blah. And so, um, I'm really, really working on like, wow, like I'm doing these things and, it, and I'm going to continue to do these things. Like it's okay to trust in myself. It's okay to be proud of myself. It's okay yeah. to, um, to encourage myself yeah. the way I would yeah. encourage everyone else because I'm so rough to myself. I would never, ever, ever, ever say to any of you all what I say to myself. Yeah, like if really you could hear um, me speak to myself, it, it would, it's just, I'm uh-huh. uh, not cool. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. never speak like that to anyone else. So why am I doing it to myself? So I'm in a, I'm in that journey where I'm really working at. So I to
2: love yourself. Yes. It sounds so
3: yeah. cheesy, but uh, yeah. it's part of my journey yeah. that yeah. is not easy. And
2: I think, um, I don't know if you're gonna get upset that I share Uh-oh. this, but um, here we go. I think it's it's very it's very deep rooted for her because growing up, like her mom was super critical of her, like all, like all of growing up, like physically. Uh, mom, I hope
3: you're not watching. This. I don't think
2: she is, but but it's like, and and even to this day, like my mother-in-law says things that are not the kindest, and I don't think she means them out of like mm-hmm. malice, but it's just the way she is, and so her growing up, just hearing constant criticism about her physical appearance because physical appearance was something that was very important to her mom. So I think it's been instilled in her since a very young age.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're absolutely beautiful now. So it's all Ah, good. Right?
3: Thank you. Yeah.
1: So you, what I want to tell you one thing and like, you should go watch, watch or listen. I think it's probably a video as well, but I know for one, you can listen to it. You should listen to Oprah's super soul. Podcast, if you want. And the person that you should look at as she's interviewing is Brene Brown. And she talks about the exact thing that you're talking about and foreboding joy and great things that come, but like foreboding joy and like not letting joy happen because we think that at some point it will end and that kind of stuff. It is amazing to listen to. I've listened to it multiple times. So just listen to it. Uh, It's, it's a great one to listen. And obviously anytime we're Oprah's talking, somebody's listening, but uh, (laughs) Brene Brown is, is an amazing person person as well. So, I was just curious, like, as y'all's journey has kind of transpired and you've started to grow an Instagram following, and I don't know if y'all share on other platforms like Connect and that kind of stuff. But like, what has it meant for you to like actually see the fact that I have done these things for me? I've done it for me, solely for me. I am a better version of me, but now I get to tell my story via these platforms, socially, uh, what does it meant for you to be able to tell that and then some, as far as like getting it out and like sharing that truth about yourself, but then all of the, the things that come back, the people that say, oh, that's awesome, or you inspired me and that kind of stuff. What does it meant for you to begin to tell your story?
3: I'm getting emotional. <laughs> you talk because I can't yet. Yeah, give me a second. Okay. All right.
2: uh, I think for me, uh, again, just having very low expectations of this yeah of WW and just not even being aware that the community existed is uh, for me, it's like an opportunity to build relationships and to get to know people that I would never, ever cross paths with on IG, you know, people that share in the same goals that are going through some of the same struggles, they're having the same successes, things that we connect on via fitness or whatever. So to me, it's just a, an amazing spot to like be able to create community. Okay, oh, yes, sorry. I
3: mean, I was even like just reading some of the messages. Obviously, we can't, you know, yeah. can't get to them all, but they're just so encouraging. And oh my gosh, am I your first prior ever? No. Okay. No, you're not. <laughs> I just love you guys. I think I've so cried much. on here. Um and the relationships that we've created, they're just so just they mean a lot to me oh my
2: gosh (laughs) it's okay i just love
3: you guys so much yeah i just love the encouragement and um i just like to be an encouragement for you and i just the relationships are just everything to me and the fact that like we even story like it doesn't seem it i think because we do it so regularly now but like our first year of instagram maybe a year ish we didn't talk at all on stories um and i was just so moved by so many people um that we would see and i was like i kind of want to try that and i really felt like the lord was like pushing me to just be like have a voice and do something with what i'm doing in your life and i just on a like in total faith just was like okay i want to start and like our first stories were just so ridiculous and yeah uh, so hard yeah, it was <laughs> and very um
2: awkward. yeah they were awkward to watch <laughs> i didn't want to
1: I remember, I remember like, I remember like months and months ago, like, I'm for it's unique, like back then. I don't know how long it's been. It's been over a year probably, but like when I first saw y'all's Instagram, and I think I probably followed y'all, but. Like, I was like, Rick and Yoli, like two people, like, what's up with this? Like, you know, I remember that, but then, like, y'all, y'all, stories a little bit, and like, something was funny, or you said something serious. Well, I can remember what it was, but I was like, you know, this is worth a follow, so I follow you. you You become one of the many until you start to stick out, and that's that's what's so great about this community is like, you can stick out when you're yourself, uh, you know, that's one thing that I love about like this IG community, especially connect, you know, some of it over on Facebook as well, but like mostly just here on Instagram is like, if you're genuine and unique and honest, like the love that you put out will come back so much exponentially bigger. Uh, it's it's just so good, and and I I enjoy every moment that I get to do this. It's such a blessing. Uh, and you know I've I've the number of people that I get to speak to on like messages in here and like private messages that people send me like serious serious stuff. Like, especially yeah. since I put out my text messages and stuff. Like I've had some serious people text message me and say thank you for being that one person that would listen. And, like, yes fine you know like i i can make myself available to do that and and i i know that that's that's a thing like that whole thing is a thing that i wish i could just share with people and say hey listen there is freedom that comes with you telling your story that is an overcoming arching freedom of the things that have held you back for your entire life comes when you tell your testimony of your life and you know and i know we're both believers of faith so that might be scripture but that's truth for anyone in the world Uh, as we do that so i i just i love that y'all share the way you are the way you really are and you're honest and truthful and and i believe that that will always come back uh in in good fruit you know
3: thank you and it it wasn't always
2: like that because for me i was like wait what do i what do i say and i was like does this sound okay (laughs) like i always kind of rehearsed what i was gonna say and it was just so awkward and then i just realized like you know what this is we can't just be on instagram part of this community and just be consuming like we have to give back yeah it's a whole give and take and it's like it's been so much better and we've just created so many relationships yes. people that we got to meet in real life Yes. Like, yeah a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago right Disneyland. Yeah, yeah and so like great. to meet people in real life and to to just bond with them over things that are non-ig and non weight non, yeah. uh, watch stuff. Mm-hmm. it's been really cool and i think it's been really freeing to just be ourselves. And a lot of times we do joke around and we say silly things. And that <laughs> that's, that's just us. We don't script anything we say. It's just oh like my gosh, sometimes you get some ridiculous stuff coming out. Mostly
3: from him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try to censor myself every now and then.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So <clears throat> all right. So tell me like what it means for you as far as like mindset. Like, what is, what is the thing that centers you the most? Like, is it is it community? Is it working out? Is it, you know, like a regimen with food? Or is there some other, like, thing that really brings you back to, like, oh, my gosh, I just don't feel right. What helps you get back to the way you feel? Because I feel like a lot of the success that we have on our WW journey is really how we feel. For me, I didn't feel good, and I wanted to lose weight to feel better. When I start to feel better, I felt like, I feel like now even still that that's how I truly opened the door for the real me to come out and like actually get to live the life and not just survive the life but actually thrive in this yeah. life. what do you feel like are the key elements that help you thrive
3: people help me thrive okay. um, because I'm such a people person and Um, and the, and a routine, I need a routine. Like I, I have an expectation for what my days are going to look like, what my week's going to look like. And sometimes even my month, as he said, we do like month meal plans. Um, but just being connected with everybody and, um, whether it's sharing a meal or, or just encouraging somebody, I just feel like the relationships, um, are so helpful, um, for me to stay, I mean, he's my number one, y'all already know that, like. He's everything, the support in my whole entire life. Like anything I do, he's just, God has gifted me with this guy for sure. But um, he's a brat in to like <laughs> deal with at times, but he's worth it. <laughs> so, I mean, he helps me. Like, he knows, I know I have to work out because yeah. Rick's going to work out. And I, you know, we cook together. We do all those things together. So that's for sure. But apart from Rick. I would say it's like the relationships that we have or like even like I said, like I knew I needed to hit a reset button and being able to say it out loud to so many of you and be held accountable by you guys, um, yeah. you know, helps me, um, to want it. Cause I don't want to like disappoint anybody. <laughs> yeah. So if I give, if I put it out to more than just him, uh, then I, I do more for others than myself. Does that make, is that
1: dumb? Yeah, yeah, totally. So what are, what, if y'all said y'all had it, what is your, one, two things I want to know, what is your favorite WW meal that you prepare? And then what is your guilty pleasure on WW? Ooh,
3: oh my gosh, that's so hard. Mine's the
2: same answer for both.
3: he's to I know what he's going to say.
2: Favorite the, favorite WW meal is the three ingredient dough pizza, Okay, which is very low points. And then regular restaurant pizza is my guilty pleasure okay pizza and pizza
3: oh my gosh are there so many good i mean you know right like you cook everyone's good food there's so many good things like ed has like a million like like i really love like those like one pot like the sun-dried tomato chicken Mm. pasta um, there's a few of those like Star has one and Ed has one and you can't
2: see all these amazing star. coats and not mention Stella. Stella
3: has her oh, yeah. two like, like it's hard to just choose one. Um, something in that like Makes something. I don't know. That was a hard question, Phil. <laughs> but my, my indulgence uh, would probably be ice cream. Uh, I would even say more food. Like I think I don't even need as much ice cream at all, except for Mr. Softy that one time I did it like six weeks in a row. That was another reason why I gained 13 pounds was Mr. Softys. But anyways, uh, I would the, say I, I'm into the cheeseburger and french fries right now. Okay. That's honest, yeah. right? But you are in
1: California, dog. You have to go to In-N-Out? In-N-Out? Uh, not really. We don't like don't In-N-Out. Do. We like
3: Freddy's.
2: We have one like three, two miles away. We never go to it. I'm straight. Sure
1: oh, is that like the frozen exactly. custard place?
2: Yes.
3: yes.
1: I mean, we, have, we have those here in Oklahoma City. That's awesome. Do you
3: like
1: it? Yeah, it's good. You
3: could be lying just
2: that i said
1: it head head like this. Yeah. like, yeah. uh, "Well, I'm not necessarily like a crazy sweet person. I, I, I'm more of like my my Achilles' heel is chips, potato uh, chips, and popcorn, kind, and that kind of stuff. Kind of uh, well, I like it. my favorite. If I was eating, my favorite would be Cheetos. Uh, my go-to regular is like munchos, Scottish, um, munchos are the jam, they're like but, the salt, the saltiest,
2: oh yeah. Like... oh yeah,
1: oh
3: yeah. you the napkin, what do you mean this? It's like 1995,
1: right out of high school, all
3: good. Oh, yeah. I, I
1: so you get that. the big
2: bag like that for 99 cents?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Know. And what's funny is like I still, even the, for the first like probably year almost two years of my journey every thursday night i would go buy those chips and eat them on my way to music practice and then i would come home and eat like a two-point dinner because i had already spent all my points on those chips but i wanted those chips now most recently i've stopped doing that but uh, on occasion i still eat them because if i don't i'm gonna stop and eat them when i don't have the points to eat them
2: right
3: yeah that's a good point
2: so the with, with the popables what flavor is it
3: Oh, the sea salt. salt—they
2: similar taste to munchos. I don't know oh. if you've
1: tried it. I I have. Uh, we
2: uh, we actually
3: uh,
1: got a whole bunch of um uh, and ate several different kinds. The uh, the cheddar ones are pretty good. So, and I've had the sea salt. Uh, there's a couple others I had. I think we had sour cream ones one time too. Those are good. Uh, I I I just like them all. Like just give me them all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do like sweets. Like occasionally I'll make. Uh, uh, most of the time. I'll make like a one-point or zero-point mug cake at night, that kind of stuff, if I want something sweet with monk fruit, or yeah. I'll have like two points worth of uh, chocolate ice cream from Aldi, and sometimes I'll, I'll put like I'll put like Lily's chocolate chips on top of it or something like that. Sometimes I'll put brownie brittle on it, some like 20 grams of brownie brittle, low points, that kind of stuff. Super good. So I like that. But that's not what, if I was going to like screw my day up on, I'm, it's not that I'm going to plan that, execute that. It's the chips that would get me. It was, it was me wanting to eat chips before I go pick the kid up and come home and still eat dinner, which is old behavior that I have to watch because Mm -hmm. I was a snacker in between all the hospitals that I would go to at my job, I would eat a snack, and then I would go to another hospital, eat a snack, and then eat a meal, and then eat a snack. And so that was my thing. So stopping that behavior is one of the key things for me to have success uh, on WW. Well,
3: my friends are reminding me that I actually really like the Stonefire carrot cake. cake. They're
1: right. Do you guys have Stonefire there? We don't. I've never heard of that. So
3: It's a healthy choice place, but it can be. I think we're about
1: to get a place called Flower Child, you ever heard of that?
2: No, oh, no, yeah, but so a side note, crazy. a side note about her pre WW. Uh, oh
3: my gosh, here we go, guys. <laughs> so,
2: she used to be a, a server. I
3: was young,
2: oh and God. she worked at this place that had amazing pies Thank and cakes. You swear. And so she rationalized that if she eats the carrot cake, it's the healthiest choice because it has carrots in it. Not the cream <laughs> cheese frosting didn't give me a key.
3: <laughs> oh <please> stop. <laughs> Next question Phil. <laughs>
1: oh jolly. That's funny. That's funny. So, um what do you what do you think is the thing that like kind of clicked you for you this time that this time we're doing it. That's one of the phrases that I say all the time, like this time we're doing it. Like you haven't, I mean, obviously you felt like you've slipped back a little bit, but like you've already accomplished the success and now you're trying to maintain a totally different thing. But like what, what's different from every other time that you tried to lose weight this time? I think
3: this time, um, it's, we, we don't feel deprived yeah. we we mm-hmm. eat even when we're cooking like ww food it's delicious yeah. like we have amazing okay honestly we'll leave it to say because before this as you know i didn't cook at all mm-hmm. um but i cook all the time now and it's like honestly a lot of the things that we prepare at home taste better than what we were paying for when we were eating out anyways yeah so we i think just um I do a lot of uh, like looking and scrolling through like recipes and saving recipes and adding them to copy me that so that I have, um, I never get tired of the food we're eating because we're eating delicious things all the time. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily feel like we're on a diet. You know what I mean? Like
1: yeah.
3: It's just eating delicious food and losing weight Yeah. or yeah. maintaining now, you know, it's been yeah. a long time, yeah. but, um, how do you complain about that when you're eating delicious food yeah. and you're, happy with your oh,
1: yeah. I, I say all the time that if you are doing WW and not having fun, you're doing it wrong. I mean, yes. This is really just fun. Like, I, it's you present a problem to me. I want to solve it. Like, what's the problem? I want to eat pizza. All right, make it fit. Either make the pizza or go out and eat pizza and make it fit. Yeah. Goal accomplished. You know, we're yeah. just having fun. We're eating. We're doing the things we want to do. It is a sustainable lifestyle. And I realize that that is not something that you learn that mindset over time. Do you feel like there were some key, uh, maybe? Tennis that kind of came into place the, for that to for you to be able to think that way. Uh, what, what like for most people, a lot of the first things that they do uh, when they engage with WW is just make the changes with food. It just makes the most sense to start with that way. You don't walk in the door and be like, "I'm gonna change my mindset." Here we go. Uh, so I mean, obviously you can you can start working out from day one. I didn't because I had a really bad knee, so I had to wait before I could. Uh, I lost a hundred pounds, and then I decided that I had lost enough that I could try to. start Start working out and I did, and successfully I've maintained that. But I know for a lot of people, the idea of thinking that they have to work off the weight is, is one of the things that prevents them from doing it. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that, that uh, like for your activity, is it one of the things that really helped you, or is it just one of the things that just helped you feel good enough to know that you could do it?
2: Um, we yeah, activity has always there. been there, but I mean, to kind of answer your question, I for me, what one of the things was that believing in the program mm-hmm. and not believing only in myself because before yeah. i felt like i'm the one that had to do everything it had to be my way it had to be 100 you know foot to the floor on the gas pedal and it was all up to me and i didn't like i had like i said had very low expectations with the ww program and so like you know 15 pounds lost came and went and i was like all right well sure that's going to happen and then yeah 20 pounds i was like okay 25 and then I really, like, didn't, I didn't really, like, buy into it, like, 100% say, okay, this is for us, this is a lifestyle, until I hit 50 pounds. I was like, okay, this is real, this is legit, like, yeah. because it just kept happening and happening. And so I believed in what I was doing instead of just putting it all on my shoulders. And as we know, like, we can only go so far. Like, at some point, we're going to stumble. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you you kind of lean upon the program, you lean upon each other, if you have a significant other or a friend or accountability partner, or you lean on the people on Instagram, yeah. or your meetings, or wherever you can find that person, I yeah. think you can definitely lean on that. Like that song.
3: Lean on me. Go
2: ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when you're not strong. That's right.
1: Kidding. We need to have a jam in here. All right, so where did y'all come up with the rating game? Tell me about that. Oh, my dogs. gosh.
3: That's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. yeah. Okay,
2: so
3: the rating game. Um, it's old. It, it, we've always done it since forever. when like when we first were dating it was something we did privately so oh, okay we, we rate everything like we'll rate yeah. a movie or you know a new food with whether or not we come back to a restaurant so it's just part been part of our like life And I was saying to him that I wanted us to have, like, a thing. I was like, we should have a thing. You know, every, you watch different people, and they do different things, and it's fun, and you know it's, like, their thing. And I was like, we need a thing. Yeah. So don't what like, is my this? thing? Well, your thing is you're really good at adding all the music that matches yeah. to, like, yeah. your... Which is, you said you were a DJ? I oh, was yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Bell, the mix. I think you're yeah.
3: fantastic at matching songs to people's... um, You know, like, when you do your box yeah. question things, I love when you do them. Yeah. That. But
1: I, I also try to start every post with the same two, fr- two words. WWE Ambassador? No. no, 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 no. I'm talking about when I'm talking.
3: Oh, when oh. you're talking. What is it? Tell us.
1: Hey, family. Oh,
3: okay. oh yes.
2: Like,
1: yes. yeah. It's so like, Yes. Yeah, it's the same way. It's the same way like Biz, I was yeah, your... like with him, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the fabulous fit mama. I always does that. Yeah. I saw your post
2: today, obviously with the red shirt. I saw you
1: do that, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of become my thing. I was like, I always, I just start saying the same thing every time. Then it's like people will know, hey, it's Phil talking. So I thrive at it.
3: All right, so so you
1: y'all just y'all started this yourself, like just doing it back and forth between each other. It's so fun. Like, what are what are some of the the funniest interactions that you have with other people?
3: keep it real real like yeah. if, if, if there's a danger because a, a lot of times we love the product and it's fun and easy to talk about but yeah. sometimes we don't right and we're going to give it to you straight because it's really important for us to stay honest yeah and we
2: don't we don't say that okay hey, how did you like it like anytime no, we, we do a rating it. it's 100 yeah. on the spot and we kind of go through what we liked about it or why we didn't like it
3: and then yeah. we'll give you our ideas of what we felt like the texture was or what the taste was and um like our old school ones were really rough if you go through our highlights we have like four different like you know, you know, you can only save so many per. Anyways, yeah. the ar- original ones are like rough, but our ones now are a little bit more fun.
2: Um, I think one of the I think one of the things that kind of <laughs> set it off for being funny. I think we were trying some like charity things. Oh my
3: gosh! Yeah, those chocolate, chocolate cherry
2: crackers. Oh yeah. And so I made a comment that it tasted like I had wood chips in my mouth.
3: Chocolate powdered <laughs> wood chips. Or yeah. some, he said something ridiculous yeah. like that. Yeah. And then it got a real million DMs about that. It was really funny. I was like see when you're just yourself it's so much more fun and then it yeah. just became like a playful it's it's yeah. been yeah we get a lot of really good feedback from everyone and then we'll even oh, like yeah. people saying like oh can you rate this next yeah. or we've been wondering about that power yeah was yeah. that power one thing called y'all you know uh, talking about anyway. people will ask us to like try different things so that's kind of fun and yeah
1: i mean good. y'all can you know be, be known for that and maybe companies will send stuff for you to
2: rate okay. and then be like you know
1: it's like the hot or not version of food or whatever <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it's I think, a lot of fun yeah i think we try to focus on things that are like uh products or foods that are uh, ww friendly because yeah. I mean, it's just something we can it's like our little way to get back whether it's entertainment or just information or our opinion like we can give give that back
1: yeah absolutely absolutely all right so let me see if there's anything else that i necessarily need to, i always love like really digging into people's mindset and how they think about stuff like so if you were if you were to explain to someone like the i don't know like the rick and Yoli f- top two things that you have to do to be successful your way. What are are the key elements of success doing it y'all's way?
3: Mm, I would say for sure
2: one is planning. Would you say that? Yeah, planning, like putting the the effort in because if you, you can have all the intention in the world, but if you don't have a plan, you're going to scramble when it's time to like get your meals together. Mm -hmm. And that's when maybe you will go over your points or have no idea like what, you know, what to buy at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. So definitely planning.
3: And then maybe even to like piggyback that along with the planning is budgeting time to do yeah. all the things that you need to do. Because we're busy. Everyone's busy. And it's really easy to be like, well, I don't have time for that. But the truth is, is we have time for everything. We just have to prioritize what choices. what our choices yeah. are going to be in that time we're using. So we could watch Love is Blind on Netflix. It's
2: a
1: good, good
3: <laughs> Or... You know, you can say, "I'm gonna spend two hours, three hours, whatever it's gonna be, whatever that looks like." You have you have to make the choice to, to do it. So yeah, budgeting time I think is key.
2: Is that one or two? Things? Well, I don't know one One and a half. One eight. All right. Well, uh, I think the other other big thing if is because it's been successful for us is find someone or a group that you can be accountable to mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's again i think doing it alone is just sure you can go for x amount of time but at some point you're gonna hit a bump in the road you're gonna have an off day you're gonna have a rough day it's gonna be a bad day emotionally and you know if you're part of a community or just have another partner it's like they're there to pick you up that's so good
3: especially because we're online only we've always been online okay Um, so i think too like like he, he just said like having community when you're online only. Um, it can feel lonely, like you don't have the the meet the meetings and all the people and the the you know coaches to like guide you through all those yeah. things and the weekly handouts that are helpful. Like you know, to this week we're going to focus on this. So if you are just online only, it's important to plug in with somebody to establish relationship with somebody, and it doesn't have to be. Maybe it's not your spouse. Maybe your spouse isn't doing it. Or maybe your best friend isn't doing it. But somebody is. And there's somebody on the internet, online, who is going to be, that you can connect with. We're all so different, you know. And there's so many accounts to choose from, right? So just find the people that you are drawn to and you feel comfortable with. And start DMing and, like, creating relationships so that you can say to them when you're struggling. And they'll encourage you through that. Or you can post and someone will write back and be like, you know, you hang in there, restart, you're okay. It doesn't have to end right now. All the positive things, you know, that we get to do. Like, that's why we're all here, right? Like,
2: we want each other to succeed. Yes. We're all yeah. different, like she said, but we're linked by WW. Oh,
1: that's right. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I think one key element too, and then I want to give you all a couple of minutes to ask any questions you have for me, but one key thing is you realize that no matter where you are, no matter what's going on in your life, the person that has to do it is you and the person that can do it is you. It doesn't matter where you're at or what circumstance that you're in because you have a purpose in this life that is far greater than being able to lose weight. You have a purpose, an intended purpose for your soul to do things on this earth and to be a blessing for other people. And if you step into that purpose, the weight will come off. It is a mm-hmm. byproduct of you finding your center and who you're supposed to be. So uh, I believe that everyone everyone can do this. It is not yes. a uh, unachievable goal for anyone. So uh-huh. uh, I really appreciate y'all coming on with me. So I'll give y'all That's a fair. couple of minutes to ask anything you want to know of Doesn't yeah. Feel.
2: well before you ask your uh, questions just to kind of uh add on to what your point about like we have to do it i think for some people though it might take some time like for me it did to believe that i could do it because my initial reasons for doing this were for her because ultimately as a husband my my happiness comes from being able to make her happy yeah like i get so much joy out of making her happy and bringing joy to her life like it's such a fulfilling thing for me so i started doing this for her but then as we kept going, like, you know what? This is for me too, because yeah. if it was only about her, it wouldn't have stuck. And mm-hmm. so I think yeah. it, eventually I realized it was, it was for me in the long run. Uh-huh. That's
0: yeah,
3: good.
1: That's, that's awesome. Good. I'm glad you did, sure. it, sir. Yeah, I'm glad you did too, sir. I wish
3: of you would have remembered
1: you your will. tiny hands. Like, I know, uh,
3: sorry. So <laughs> my my question is like, what's your favorite thing about being an ambassador?
1: Ooh, my favorite thing about being an ambassador? Uh, I think it's just uh, kind of a double down on me being able to talk to people and, and get uh, an audience with more and more people. Um, it's, it's not free stuff or it's not none of that. Um, I mean, that is just stuff. And sometimes that's overwhelming because so much comes in that you can't even eat it all or whatever, give it away, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But um, I think that having lost all the weight that I did and telling my story that got me to that point. It was a little bit of an affirmation that obviously uh, recognized by WW is a great thing, but it just opened up the door for me to have a platform to help people because I know that I needed someone like me in my life to help me walk through those first and early days, and I want to be that person. So being an ambassador is nothing more than just a door for me to walk through every day and say that if you need help, I will help you. Oh, that was such a great conversation. I so so enjoyed that. Thank you once again for coming on with us. They are an amazing set of people. If you want to follow them, you can find them on the gram. They are at, at ww underscore h-a-p-p-y-h-e-a-r-t-e-d. That's right, WW. Happy hearted. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to the WW Phil Podcast, your guide to feel good. This podcast is not sponsored or affiliated with WW or any other brand. All statements and opinions on this show are those of Phil alone. Those who follow the WW program can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Phil has lost weight on a prior program and continues to use WW.